Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and every week I lead you through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond, bringing you stories of the amazing people in and around the barbecue culture. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. I appreciate the gift of your time, and I hope I can entertain you for a little bit. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. And now, on with this week's show. Hello, Eat More Barbecue family, and thank you for tuning in to Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast. Welcome to episode number 152. You know, barbecue and hot sauce are just a natural fit. Whether it's barbecue sauces infused with all manner of spiciness, or traditional straight-up hot pepper sauces. My guests this week fall into the latter category, and it's a great story of some recipes born out of an abundant pepper crop at home that has developed into a small business. We first connected on Instagram a while back, and since they're based here in Calgary, I reached out to them about coming on the podcast, but I wanted to try some of their sauces first. It took me a few weeks to make my way down to Ryan's Meats to pick up a couple bottles, and I was not disappointed. Margaret's hot sauces are flavor first followed by the heat, something I really appreciate. Ashlyn and Carrie from Margaret's Hot Sauces are my guests this week. Have you checked out After the Cook live on YouTube every Tuesday and also in podcast form on all your favorite podcatchers? Eat More Barbecue Digital Media is pleased to be helping with production of the podcast version of the show. To find out how Eat More Barbecue Digital Media can help you with consulting, recording, voice work, or full production, email us at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. That music you're hearing in the background is one of two new original compositions by my friend Alan Horobin, who has graciously provided all of the music you hear on this podcast. Check him out on YouTube. That's Alan with one L, Horobin, H-O-R-A-B-I-N. He's a great guy and a very talented musician, and I appreciate his support. This portion of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you by the Calgary Foundation, proudly supporting community needs for 65 years. Whether someone is battling depression, fleeing domestic abuse, or worried about putting food on the table, it's times like these that inspire people to help others during a period of unprecedented needs. The Calgary Foundation is here to help. Through the generous support of donors, the Foundation offers a wide range of funding opportunities for organizations who share a common goal of building a healthy, giving, caring, and resilient community, one where everyone thrives. If you're part of a registered charity looking for a grant, discover a wealth of resources at calgaryfoundation.org and learn more about the Calgary Foundation on their Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube channel. In my time hanging around the barbecue community, one thing I've noticed is that the majority of barbecue folks seem to have an affinity for hot sauces. I came across my guests this week on Instagram a few weeks back, and we started chatting. Last week, I made it down to Ryan's Meats here in Calgary and picked up a couple different varieties to try out, and man, are they good. Margaret's Hot Sauce is made in small batches right here in Calgary, and they have some really interesting flavor varieties to try out. Via the magic of the internet, I'm very pleased to welcome Carrie and Ashlyn from Margaret's Hot Sauce to the show. Welcome aboard, guys. How you doing? Good, thanks Good. for having us. Yeah, awesome. This is great. I uh, really appreciate it. So uh, before we get into all the hot sauce, Ashlyn, maybe a little bit of background information about yourself. Where's Calgary home for you originally? What's, uh, what's No, your... I spent my years in Vancouver okay. where a lot of my jobs were cooking. Okay. So 
that's where the background goes to feel comfortable making a hot sauce. Yep. And I've always loved spice, so it created Margaret's. Nice. So you you mm-hmm. came the other way that uh, not many do that. Yeah, I know. Everyone's <laughs> like, "Why'd you leave?" <laughs> it's usually people yeah. from uh, heading heading west. So yeah. And how about you, Carrie? I'm one of those other people. Huh? <laughs> uh, I'm from Halifax originally, okay. and uh, been in Calgary for ten years now. All right, and that's where we met and started our hot sauce journey. Yeah. Right. So you got the the two coasts uh, met in the middle, sort of here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. What, what's the uh, what's your background, Carrie? Uh, I'm a carpenter right now. Okay. Uh, I was in the military for a little bit. I did four years in the army. And then uh, I got out and moved to Calgary, and I've been doing carpentry and landscaping since. Right on. Hard work. Yeah. And Ashlyn, you've always kind of worked in the restaurant uh, restaurant business? Or? I've kind of bounced between coffee. Yep. Um, I was a barista for a good couple of years. Okay. Loved doing that. Yep. And, yeah, back and forth with cooking and being a barista. Yep. And now I'm currently back in the coffee. Okay. So, so kind of yeah. always in that restaurant food service uh, yeah. industry yeah. One, way, one way or another. So, For sure, yeah. Awesome. A uh, quick question that I ask everybody is, uh, what does barbecue mean to you? Oh, barbecue means good food. Yeah. <laughs> good food, good times. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So tell us how you kind of got into the uh, initially making the hot sauce, and then we can kind of talk about how the business developed. Well, it started, I guess, a couple of years ago. Yeah. We grew a bunch of hot peppers in our garden in the backyard. Yep. And then at the end of the season, we had an abundance of peppers, and we didn't know what to do with them. So we tried making – we made our first batch of peach pineapple. Yeah, that's the original. And then we just – we – Kept going. Kept going from there. Every – whenever friends came over for barbecues, they were loving it, and they were asking to buy it, mm-hmm. and then – we were like, this is just our personal hot sauce. Then yeah. it just kind of grew from there and then realized there was a bit of demand for it. And then the more we made, the more they liked. Hey, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so where does the name Margaret's come from? I'm guessing a family maybe? or Margaret's is my middle name. Ah, or Margaret, okay. sorry, is my middle name. And then he's got Margaret's on his side too. Oh, perfect, so. so. Uh, well, once I found out her middle name was Margaret, that's that's all I call her. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Right Seemed on. fitting. Yep. Excellent. Uh, and then what was the kind of the process to go from that to starting it as a, making it a business, I guess? We, well, we were sitting having our red wine over dinner mm-hmm. in September of last year. Yep. And I think, yeah, we had all four sauces. Yeah. yeah. We had all four sauces going at that point for yep. making personal batches for ourselves. And yep. we went why not give it a go? Mm-hmm. And so we cheers and we said, let's do this. Yep. And we ordered labels and started designing and creating everything. And so far it's been really good. So yep. it was a good decision. Excellent. Uh, you mentioned the four different uh, flavors. Uh, talk about those and what, uh, what went into them and how they kind of came to be. So he's responsible for all the flavors for okay. sure. It was yeah, you've just been really good at picking the combinations yeah. and then I just execute them. Yeah. And I just say what I think would sound good. <laughs> yeah. What sounds like it would taste good yeah. and then she makes it happen. Right yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
each yeah. pineapple was the first yeah. and then it just yeah you kept saying mm. the combinations and, and i think we made the blueberry habanero after mm. that yeah and then the honey habanero and then the strawberry apple or was it somewhere might be the way around but yeah yeah and then uh recently we just started dabbling with a raspberry reaper sauce nice yeah i uh, think i saw that apple. uh a little hotter saw yeah. something on instagram for that the other day there i think so Hmm. Yeah, we just made a little small batch. So we did 24 bottles. Yep. Uh, sold about half of that now. So it's been good. We want to make it spicier for the next round. Right. But that's a fun one to play with. Is, those are some spicy peppers. Yeah, the, that's the Carolina <laughs> Reaper, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now, are you growing all the peppers yourselves or as you've kind of grown a bit, are you bringing in? We've uh, we've grown a few, and but we can't keep up. Yeah. We outsourced a lot of it, and yeah. we have a bun- bunch planted in our garden so far this year. But we we need more than we can produce. So. Yeah, yeah we need like a whole greenhouse for, yeah. for the peppers. The growing season pretty short and yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I've uh, we've got a little <laughs> garden plot in the back there, and I've just never had much luck getting uh, getting much of anything yeah. to grow back there with the between yeah. the short season, the cold nights, and the hail every. Uh, every year yeah. It, uh, yeah that's what took out our uh garden last year was the hail yeah, yeah killed most of it really yeah it seems to be uh i tried at one point to build a little greenhouse box over top of it and it, nothing's uh yeah you almost just gotta wait until the end of june yeah yeah <laughs> yep. um any kind of cooking recipe suggestions for using the uh using the hot sauces I mean, instantly my mind goes to the blueberry habanero. Mm-hmm. Any red meat, we're constantly kind of impressed by it. Yeah. Um, I am big on the salt and pepper on my steaks. Mm-hmm. And Carrie was the first one to be like, let's put the blueberry on there. Took me, you know, a couple of rounds to be like, okay, let's try it. Yep. And we've never gone back. Yeah. It just. Just worked good yeah yeah they're all they all have their own little thing they're good with the strawberry apples wicked on ribs or mm-hmm. anything pork and yeah the the honey have and the peach pineapple are both great with chicken or fish or yeah we did it with tacos oh, recently nice. i mean tacos is our favorite food yeah so we've done all of the sauces with it but we recently did it with barbecued chicken okay yep uh that was delightful nice <laughs> That was really good, yeah. Yeah, we did tacos the other night, just kind of a mix of bison, ground bison and ground pork, and I mixed in some of the uh, the honey habanero, just drizzled it over mine to give it a little kick, and it was a, a nice touch. So, yeah, I picked nice. up the that and the strawberry apple. I've really been enjoying. Uh, oh, nice! Uh, playing what are you with those. Have you tried the strawberry apple yet? Yeah, no, they're both really good. Uh, cooked Pretty up some wings on the weekend and just dipped yeah, them in those yeah. and yeah really good the, the flavors are nice you know yeah, yeah. Well, we're trying to get something that's not just hot right exactly. we want yeah. something yeah. that has a flavor yeah. behind it too so yeah I, they have a nice balance between the fruit and the heat yeah mm-hmm. well and that's what i personally i like i like a hot sauce but i i'm not just after the heat right i like the yeah, yeah. yeah. the flavors you kind of get the flavors first with the with your sauces and then yeah and then it's a slower. The, the heat comes in <laughs> after and just lingers there a little bit so yeah Yep. How did you find the heat on it? Not too bad. I yeah. haven't I haven't put a ton of it on there, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. it's good good heat to me for me. Again, I'm not a uh, yeah. I, I'd be on the lower end of the hot so- uh, heat level for hot sauce uh, lovers, yeah. I guess. So 
Yeah. Well, it's, of- I didn't want it to knock someone out. Yeah, you know, exactly. I wanted it. To, you know, there's hot sauce on your plate. Yes. But you're not burning your taste buds. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, there yeah. are some out there, and that's you try oh, it, yeah. and it's just there's no flavor. It's just heat, right? And, yeah. And some people love that. Sure. Yep. To each yeah, their own. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I would imagine the the raspberry reaper one would be a little uh, higher up on the uh, on the scale <laughs> there for sure. Yeah. Uh, so talk about if you could any kind of challenges uh, you've found in kind of starting up a small business like this. Starting a business in COVID. Yeah. <laughs> we had bottle shortages, so yep. we couldn't get bottles. For a couple months, I think yeah. it was. And we, so that, I mean, you're just a sitting duck. Yeah. You can't do anything. Yeah. Uh, we had everything ready to go. And then it was just waiting. And then we got the call and it was like, go, go. Yeah. Looked our rental kitchen and mm. made all the sauces. Yep. So that was probably the biggest challenge, I think. Yeah. And just getting out there, just getting started. You know, you got to start somewhere. and. Mm. Getting yeah. into these, getting into stores, getting into markets and stuff. And now with COVID, there's a it's restrictions. Restrictions. You can't, the markets are taking less people and yeah. stuff. So, yeah. there's been a few hurdles, but overall, it's been pretty smooth. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to ask uh, so you, you mentioned a, a rental kitchen. You're doing, uh, yeah. going that route. Where, uh, where are you doing that? Uh, we're doing that out in Strathmore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, the, have you ever heard of Kean's mustards? Uh, yeah. They do like, a, they do a few different mustards yeah. and spicy mustards and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they have a, a kitchen mm-hmm. that they rent out when they're not using. Oh, perfect. So we've rented off them a few times. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And it's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's great. Great yeah, facility. The health, uh, health approvals yeah, and everything. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. just go exactly. in and do your thing. Right. So. It's just efficient, like the amount that you can produce in a couple hours compared to obviously doing it at your home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's way better. <laughs> yep. 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 Awesome. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And the reason I kind of ask these things, a lot of, uh, I'm sure you've seen it uh, in the barbecue community, uh, barbecue sauces, rubs, uh, lots of people have those uh, recipes at home they've made and uh, think in the back of their head, it might be nice to produce yeah. them and get them to market. So that's why I thought I'd ask somebody like yourselves yeah. that are in that process of getting it out there. And what's the, uh, you touched on it a little bit, getting it into retailers. What's that process been and how, I guess, what is the process? How have you kind of gone about that? We've had a lot of, had a lot of success just reaching out through Instagram actually, because okay. everyone's got a business page now, right? Whether it's Instagram, Facebook. Uh, so we've just been, Either they'll have it listed at the top and then we'll just shoot them an email or mm-hmm. send them a message. Yep. And everyone's had a really positive feedback once they try it. They're really excited to get it in their stores and to work with us. Mm-hmm. So I think we've gotten really lucky with just a lot of positive feedback. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And you're finding the smaller retailers uh, stores are pretty open to bringing in new local products. Yeah. We focused on kind of the artisan market. Mm-hmm. So everyone their store is basically selling local products. Mm. So we fit quite easily into that. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, where I was, uh, picked it up last week, Ryan's meats there. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. He, he's got a great selection of, you know, mostly local. Everything. Yeah. Uh, it's a great butcher shop there. Yeah, we yeah, get all of the meats, everything yeah. from him. Yeah. I, he, uh, I got one of his hungry man stuffed pork chops. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Tried that man. Was that I good? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're fantastic. 
okay. I don't have luck cooking pork chops. They just end up dry. Yeah. Uh, this didn't. It's stuffed with uh, sauce, Italian sausage meat, and yeah. Oh, if you next time you're in there, yeah, getting old to hook you up with one of those. Definitely. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So I any seen uh, chops in there the other day too. Oh yeah. Sweet. Yeah, he's got a great. Uh, actually, yeah, I I interviewed him last week, so he'll be next week's guest. Uh, oh, cool. Be, before oh, you cool. guys, so last week's guest yeah. when people are listening to this. So. Oh, very cool. Know. Yeah. Uh, so any, I guess somebody that was looking to get into start up a little business, what kind of tips would you have for them? Just get started. Yeah. Just go. The mm-hmm. hardest part is just starting. Yeah. Starting yeah. And getting out there. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's definitely days where we're both kind of going, okay, what can we do next? Because yeah. it's hard. There's not someone telling you what to do. There's not someone saying, here are the stores you should go after. It's mm-hmm. just, diving in starting to do your own research and getting into that kind of rabbit hole yeah and everything starts to fall into place awesome mm-hmm. that's excellent that's excellent so you mentioned the uh the raspberry reaper any other new flavors kind of in, we'll de- in development or? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what comes out of the garden yeah exactly wait and see what you get right those are new our new labels the we got small batch and then we just have a spot that we can write in. So oh, we're hoping perfect. to get yeah. a few yeah, new we will. flavors and we'll just try some small batch ones. And- mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to do some, I mean, he makes an excellent like spicy mustard. Okay. So that's one I w- I'm eager to execute farther because yeah. it's delicious. Yep. And then I want to do like a true barbecue sauce, you mm. know? Yep. Oh, those are the two that are in my mind. Yeah. It's just a matter of, starting yeah. it <laughs> well, you could go uh kind of a carolina style mustard barbecue sauce yeah. using the yeah. uh totally. using the spicy mustard work that in there so totally yeah. yeah yeah we just started some seeds for uh black hungarian peppers okay it's supposed to be a little spicier than a, ha- than a jalapeno okay so we're thinking of maybe trying to make a sauce with that like a blackberry sauce mm-hmm. or something along those lines yeah yep. could be interesting well, we'll see yeah Hopefully got, we have a good yeah. harvest from the garden. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We've got a, a half-scap berry bush that's uh, flowering in the back there. None of us in the house like them, so oh. you're, you're welcome to them. If, uh, there we go. That could be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We keep trying to get rid of them every year, and nobody seems to want them. So. Oh, no way. <laughs> can't, can't bring ourselves to dig the, to dig the bush up. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Where can... Uh, where can folks find you online? Uh, some of the retailers maybe you mentioned. Yeah. We have, yeah, we have a website. We're on yep. Instagram, we're on Facebook, and then we're in a selection of stores over Calgary. Easiest way to find that list is on our Instagram. Okay. There's the highlights at the top. Yep. We've put all of our stores listed right there for people. Excellent. So that's the way to the best way to find you, track you down on uh, on the web. It's Margaret's Hot Sauce or hotsauces.com? dot com. Margaret's Hot Sauce. Yeah. Margaret's Hot Sauce.com. Yeah. And yep. the Instagram is Margaret's Hot Sauce. All right. And we'll get the put the links and everything in the show notes. Uh last uh last question I ask everybody. Uh it's dinner time. Uh maybe you got the grill fired up. What is uh what's your go to meal? Tacos, probably. Tacos. Tacos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, tacos always yeah. with like grilled steak. Nice. Yeah. 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 Just keep it yeah, simple, right? Well, we do a lot of rotisserie chickens. We get our chickens from Ryan's Meats nice. too. And yeah. 
We uh, do a lot of rotisserie, uh, a lot of wings. Yeah, a lot of wings, a lot of wings. We have the rotisserie basket. Mm, yeah. If yep. anyone, oh, you got to yeah. have it. Yeah. It's a game changer. And then we just toss it in whichever hot sauce we decide. Yep. Awesome. Do you cook them again after the hot sauce or just? Uh, oh, we usually sauce them after. Yeah. 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 Sauce them after and then just dive in. Yeah. Yeah. I've got one of those baskets. I got a buddy of mine gave it to me, but the one I've got, the, uh, the spaces in between are too big. So, uh, so when I'm doing wings, the, uh, the flats fall through. The drums, the little drummies will stay in there, but the flats uh, uh, seem to fall yeah. through. So I need to get one of the ones that the mesh that hold, yeah, it, yeah. hold everything in a little better. So. Oh, yeah. 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 Better than deep fried wings. Yeah. yeah. Better, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got a thing for my rotisserie, and I've done ribs on it, and I've did wings on it once. It's uh, It spins, obviously, with the rotisserie, and it's four trays that oh, just okay. kind of rotate. Oh, like a thing? Yeah, well, there's four of them on there. So it's a, a disc on either end, and these four trays oh. hang off the disc, and the whole thing spins. Oh. So cool. the trays always stay level, but they're spinning. They're going around almost like a, a Ferris wheel. Yeah. yeah. So you get the oh, ribs awesome. on there, so they're not always right over the heat or wings, whatever you're cooking, right? Yeah. It's uh, yeah. And then the juices are dripping down onto the, the tray below them, so it kind of marinates everything yeah. itself. So. Yeah. Perfect. Kind of a nice little, uh, nice little deal. So, yeah, nice. that's good. well, this is great, Carrie Ashland. Thank you so much for doing this. I really Perfect. appreciate Thanks it. Well, uh, happy to spread the word about a, a great Calgary uh, company making some awesome uh, small batch products there, and uh, get you get the word out into the barbecue community a little bit here, and uh, get folks trying your stuff. So that's awesome. Thank Perfect. You. All yeah, right. Well, good. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Thanks a lot. We appreciate it as well. You got it. Big thanks to Carrie and Ashlyn for joining me to talk about their business. I find it interesting to hear the process of taking an idea and turning it into a business. Be sure to check their website and Instagram for a list of retailers in the Calgary area that are carrying their hot sauces. It is the fourth week of the month, and that means it is time for my monthly soapbox segment. This is my opportunity to share a little bit of what's on my mind, barbecue-related or otherwise. This month's soapbox segment is brought to you by ATB Financial, and the Future Of podcast. Hosted by Todd Hirsch, ATB Financial's Vice President and Chief Economist, the Future Of podcast has launched its second season by connecting with industry leaders to uncover what's on the horizon for the things that mean the most to you. The Future Of podcast promises to give you insights to help navigate what is often an uncertain future. Explore how our economy and communities can not only brace for change, but embrace the opportunity it creates. Subscribe to The Future Of in the Apple Store, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found. And connect with us at atb.com slash thefutureof. I'm going to step away from barbecue for this month's soapbox and talk about something near and dear to my heart, and that is pet adoption, specifically from rescue organizations. We have two pets in our home, and both have come from rescues. We adopted our cat, Chaos, over seven years ago from the Calgary Humane Society. I like to say that chaos chose us and not the other way around. That Christmas, we told our girls that we would be getting them a cat. We gave them some guidelines of what we were looking for, and they went on the Humane Society website to find a few that fit the criteria. We took our list of names down to the shelter and had some visits with the cats on the list. Chaos was not on that list at all. He was bigger than older and older than we wanted. He had longer hair than we wanted. 
But while we were visiting with one of the other cats in the enclosure next to his, he just kept right coming right up to the glass and meowing at us in the sweetest way, so we decided to have a look at him. As soon as we opened the door, he stood up on his back legs, put his front paws up on my shoulder to kind of give me a hug. We were sold on him pretty quickly after that. Turns out this was his second go-around at the Humane Society, and he had been through some pretty lousy stuff previously. It has been our privilege and honor to give him a good home for the past seven years. And while he can certainly be a bit of a grump sometimes, we all love him dearly. The dog is a more recent addition to the house. We decided last fall to take the plunge. We'd always wanted a dog, but with two young kids and lots of time away from the house, the timing was never right. My wife Lisa has been working from home because of COVID for over a year now, and the kids are older and don't have as many activities, so we figured it was as good a time as any. Lisa and I started scouring the various rescue websites, not telling the girls what we were up to. One day I came across the Alberta Herding Dog Rescue website and spotted a couple of dogs on there that seemed like a good fit for us. We filled out the adoption form and subsequently had some email conversations with the lady that runs the shelter. We narrowed it down to one of the dogs, and the day, the, the day we arranged to go meet Zach was the day we told the girls about it. Lots of excitement, for sure. We drove up about an hour north of the city, and we ended up bringing Zach home with us that day. Now, we'd been told uh, beforehand that Zach had some behavioral issues from his previous owner, but that, the, but that the shelter had not really seen any of that while he'd been there. Zach is a beautiful six-year-old border collie. Uh, however, it did not take very long for some of those behaviors to start showing up in our small house and small yard. Plus, we were never able to get him and Chaos to be in the same room as one, one another. If Zach was free in the house and the cat came around, a chase ensued, and it was really causing Chaos a lot of stress. We had a trainer come to the house and spend a couple of hours with Zach. Her recommendation was to return him, something we both kind of already knew. We just could not give what Zach give Zach what he needed. Fortunately, the shelter offered a 30-day trial period, so we made the right but very difficult decision to bring him back on New Year's Day. We were told that there was another family that had been interested in him that lived on a small farm with other dogs and lots of room for him to run around and keep busy, and I'm pretty sure that's where he has ended up. While I encourage you to consider adoption from a shelter if you're looking for a pet, the reason I'm sharing this story is to also remind you to do your homework and look for a breed that suits your living situation and lifestyle. After returning Zach, we took some time to come to terms with it. Then we started our search again, this time with a bit more caution and experience, and also with some suggestions from the trainer had provided us. She had recommended a puppy because of the cat. This way the dog would be able to grow up around the cat and be used to it from the start. We came across a litter of eight puppies one day on the website for Positive Match Rescue Foundation here in Calgary and submitted our application. The application was approved, and after a long, lengthy uh, phone conversation, we were invited to go and meet the pups at the home of the family that was fostering them. They had selected eight people for the eight puppies, and then when it was and when it was time for our appointment, there were four of the dogs still available. We were given plenty of time to visit and play with the four, and eventually narrowed it down to one. They were due to be fixed later that week, so we were told tentatively that we would be able to pick up our little guy the following Saturday. That week was filled with preparations and getting the house ready. One thing the experience of Zach had taught us was that we were not prepared at that point to bring a dog into the house. If nothing else, we had more gear purchased this time around. 
The litter of pups were mostly black and had been called the Black Tea Litter, with each dog being given the name of a variety of black tea. The little fellow that we had chosen was named Assam. After much discussion around the house, we all agreed on simply shortening that to Sam. My requests for any barbecue-related names were quickly and roundly rebuffed, but to this day I insist that his full name is Sam Jones. We've had Sam close to four months now, and it has been a whirlwind, to say the least, but we wouldn't trade it for anything. A puppy is more work than I could have imagined, but he brings us so much joy that most days that you almost forget about the mischief he can get into sometimes. So, that's my animal story, and I'll leave you with just two reminders. If you're considering a pet, please look into the rescue organizations in your area. You just might be able to give a deserving animal the second or third chance they need. The second is to do your homework and research before jumping into pet adoption. We are fortunate that the first shelter had the trial period. Many do not. Make sure you are prepared and able to give an animal what they need before bringing them home. Also, one other thing, if you're looking to give back with your time, there are volunteer opportunities with many of the shelters. We were so impressed with Positive Match that my wife has started volunteering there on a weekly basis. Thanks again to Ashlyn and Carrie for joining me back in the first segment, and be sure to check out Margaret's Hoss Sauces. They really are quite good. I'd like to take a quick moment here to give a shout-out to some members of the Alberta Barbecue family that recently received a huge honor. Congrats to Joe and Jess from Motley Q up in Edmonton. Their Sticky Fix Sauce was recently awarded Best Sauce on the Planet for 2021 by the American Royal. It's awesome to see Canadian and Alberta barbecue so well represented. Represented. I'm working on something new for the show intro, so listen in for that coming in the next couple of weeks. And as I've mentioned uh, the last little while here, we're well into another stage of heavier COVID restrictions here in Alberta. And that means that restaurants are limited to takeout and delivery only, only right now. Whether you're here in Alberta or maybe south of the border where things are starting to open up more, I urge you to do what you can to support your local barbecue joints in whatever way you're comfortable and able. And whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, stay safe, wear your masks, and get your vaccinations as soon as you're able. The Eat More Barbecue Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Our network shout-out this week goes to Speaking Municipally. Edmonton listeners, this one's for you. Presented by Taproot Edmonton, Speaking Municipally hosts Troy Pavlik and Mark Mail, Mac Mail. Presented by Taproot Edmonton, hosts Troy Pavlik and Mac Mail sit in on Edmonton City Council so you don't have to. Please visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to Speaking Municipally and all the other great shows on the network. That's a wrap, everybody. See y'all next week. Hey, friends. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca. Check out the listing of joints on the Barbecue Trail site and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out and show your local barbecue joints some love. Give me a follow on Twitter at eatmorebarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, my email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and is a production of Eat More Barbecue Digital Media. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. <laughs>